My name is Lisa Evers. I'm host of Street Soldiers. You can hear me on Hot 97 and see me and our shows on Fox 5 on Friday nights at 10.30. And I want to welcome you to this special Street Soldiers Teen Summit Town Hall. Now, yeah. Now, the reason, reason we're here is because of some very special people and also because of some very special issues that you have been telling us about through social media and through the radio station, the TV station that you are concerned about. So what we wanted to talk about today were the issues that you're facing. Do you feel like you have enough resources? Do you feel like you have enough opportunities? Do you feel, because many of you come from public housing, you're growing up in a NYCHA environment, that you feel maybe stereotyped when you are out at school, when you're out with your friends? Do you feel like maybe people are, make, are making assumptions about you that just aren't true? Are you concerned about your safety? Are you worried about violence? Are you worried about social media beefing? Are you worried that you might be out with your friends just hanging out and then you run into somebody and it just you know, pops off like that and that you gotta be ready? Do you feel like that interferes with you going to school? Because I don't know how you can learn if you have to worry about watching your back every minute of every single day. Do you feel like the adults give you enough support? I'm talking parents, teachers, community leaders, activists. Do you feel like they support you enough and listen to you and give you what you really need? Or do you feel like there's more that we all as adults could be doing to help support you through your journey? Do you wonder how people make it? Do you wonder what they have to deal with? Those are some of the things that we're gonna be talking about in this Teen Summit Town Hall for Street Soldiers. And I wanna invite you all to participate and talk don't come up to me afterwards and say you got something to say and you wish you'd said it because you're going to have an opportunity a little bit later in the show to speak out and tell us what your concerns are and what you're thinking and feeling. But let me introduce our panel to you. You just met Jacquay. And sitting next to Jacquay, if you've uh, listened to Street Soldiers or watched Street Soldiers, you've seen her on our gun violence show. Her name is Nupal Kiazolu. She is a high school senior college bound. She's also a student activist and the New York City student leader for Black Lives Matter. Paul, great to have you with us again. Hello. And I think those of you from the SAFE program know the gentleman on the end, Shaquem Lassiter, Shah, aka Shah, co-director of, co of the program. And uh, he's, he and Brother Jay were instrumental along with Ms. Carmen Velez and many others here for bringing us to this community and bringing us to this wonderful, wonderful event. So let me get it started. Jacquay, you came from Harlem. You grew up here. You're enjoying a lot of successes with your career right now. Tell us about some of the things that you had to face coming up. Um, first thing first, I would like to say, what's up, y'all? How y'all feeling today? Y'all good? Ah. <laughs> All right, so um, first thing first, you know, I would like to say, you know, I always had a problem with listening, you know what I'm saying? Like listening to, you know, people, you know, their opinions and everything like that. You know, I, I always wanted to just go by what Jacquay wanted to do, you feel what I'm saying? And, you know, just from, you know, and I, and I was in y'all's shoes, you know what I'm saying? Like just, like it just, it just feels like you, you just have to adapt to what's going on and everything like that. So, you know, just being that follower, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I, I was a little follower, you know what I'm saying? But I always wanted to lead at the same time, you feel me? But it never really worked out because I always wanted to just do my own thing. And by me just doing my own thing, of course, I kept running to a lot of brick walls and everything like that because I wasn't listening, you know? And then, 
you know, I just got tired of not listening and stuff like that. So, you know, I was like, let me just go in and just make different changes in my life by listening. And ever since I started listening, I graduated from high school, you know. Um, That's great. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. And um, uh, I, now, you know what I'm saying, I'm on reality TV. Um, I got me a record deal and all that. You know, I still sometimes I don't like to listen sometimes, but, you know, it reminds <laughs> me, you know what I'm saying, like, like I really got to be on my, you know, P's and Q's and stuff like that. But... You know, that that was like my challenges, but now everything is working out in my favor because I listened and I made sure that, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about education and you just got to focus and not follow people and just be a leader. And be a leader. And, and speaking, yeah. speaking of leaders, New Paul, you're one of the student leaders with the anti-gun violence movement uh, here in New York and also nationally. You become a national figure to a lot of teens. You're a high school senior on your way to college next year. Tell us about tell us about your why you got so involved with this whole anti-violence movement. Um, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, I come from you know the hood, and this is things that you know gun violence and just violence in general. Those are things that we've had to face every single day. Um, and when you speak about gun violence and things that goes on into our communities, one thing that I like to say is not only to address the root, um, the cause, but also to look at the underlying circumstances that led up to these. So, you know. Um, you know, a lot of these hoods and impoverished communities don't have resources or there's not enough. You know, there's not a lot of outlets or programs that we as teens can turn to. So um, definitely pushing for those causes and getting involved young would definitely help and, you know, make a and significant help, and impact. And helps change in your life direction. And, and, and Shai, you and Brother Jay and the team here with Ms. Velez and everybody here at, at Johnson Houses, the Stanley Isaac Center, and the SAFE program, you, ha you do have programs. And, and how desperately needed are those by the teens? Well, I'll, you can hear me? You can hear me? Yep. All right. Um, our programs is, is, is always going to be much needed uh, by the community because of the violence that's plagued all around us. These kids are me, I'm these kids, I am the youth, I am part of this community, this is my community. I love these kids in my community, I grew up here, it's a rough community and all of these kids that we have in this community are very, very blessed to have this community center. And I appreciate, you know, Ms. Velez working under Ms. Velez to be able to, and I appreciate the Stanley Isaacs community to be able to work very close with the youth and my kids. Because if it wasn't for them, I don't know where I would be. So. All right, we're gonna talk about some of the programs and also wanna talk about some of the challenges too, like how do you know who to listen to? Because there's a lot of haters out there when you start to make moves. When you start to do well in school or you start to you know, get a lot of uh, attention for your music or whatever you're starting to do. So we're gonna talk about that when we come back. This is Street Soldiers, our special Teen Summit Town Hall. I'm Lisa Evers, we'll be back right after this. Yeah, this your boy Rolling Stone P. And make sure y'all check out the Street Soldiers with the beautiful Lisa Evers. Welcome back to the special Teen Summit Town Hall episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're talking about the issues that are facing our teens today. Are they getting enough help? Are they getting enough resources? Or are they being negatively stereotyped? And what are the secrets to success? Let me introduce our panel to you. Joining me, Jacque. 
Also with us is Nupal Kiazolu. She's a high school senior bound for college and also a student leader and activist. Nupal, great to have you with us. Also with us is Shah Kim, AKA Shah Lassiter. He's the co-director of the SAFE program here in East Harlem. Shah, great to have you. Jaquay, how do you deal with the haters? Oh man, I don't pay no attention to them. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just all about the bag now. You know, just getting to it and it, it, it took a lot of hard work and dedication. So when the hate comes, I just smile at it and just think about the bag. You know what I mean? <laughs> And you take it as a you take it as a sign that you're making moves and making yeah, some success. Moves. Like like if you ain't popping, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody's paying attention. Yeah, nobody ain't paying attention. Like you just gotta just keep, you know, working. You know what I mean? And the others will follow. But the haters gonna be there regardless. That that that, that should motivate you. And you just put the focus straight tunnel ahead vision, and ignore it. Tunnel vision. Tunnel vision and ignore it. New Paul, <laughs> as you become more prominent and well known for your activism, what what have you encountered, especially being a female? Um, well, as a female, I've encountered like misogyny, um, ageism because I'm young. Um, you know, and there's haters, you know, they're out there, you know. A lot of people would think that because I'm an activist that, you know, everybody loves me. But um, I have a lot of love, but also, you know, there's some haters out there. And, you know, I just shrug it off because I know I'm doing something right and I know my intentions are good. So I don't pay it any mind. And you're taking a stand on an issue that really gets people very amped up and very upset and really riled up, that whole gun issue. Yeah. Have you had any experiences where people have come at you on social media? Oh yeah, um, the internet trolls, you know, they think that we want to take their second amendment right away and that's, I'm not on that side, you know, but there's definitely need to be gun reforms to make these communities safer, so. And Sean, in terms of the, the, the threat of violence, in the community that we keep hearing that New York City is safer now than it's ever been before. But there's still, as the teens that we were talking to here in the community, violence is still a very real concern for them. Explain for us how that manifests in their lives. Well, the thing, one thing about the SAFE program, it's a program where we can discuss different topics and different things that's going on in our community. And what we do is we take our funds and we try to get the kids out of the community because it's a it's sad that they have to see and they have to go through so much um each and every day in their households at school um in the streets um just going outside to the store so when they come here it's like a second home when when we talk it's like talking to my little brother or sister so what i do is i try to just keep them in a positive space keep them up uplifted and um, just keep them going in one direction. Jeffrey, a lot of people uh, turn to music as a way to make money, to survive, to get out of the circumstances that they're in that might be threatening their lives. Tell us about your story with that. Um, I, I mean, a, a lot of people, of course, take music and, you know, motivate them, you know what I'm saying, to get through the day. But, you know, don't take the lyrics and make it as your life, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's good just for the moment. You feel me? That that you know to, to praise it, but don't go out in the street and try to act like what you just heard. You feel what I'm saying? Because you just setting a, uh, a bad example on yourself and others at the same time. Explain that for us. What do you mean? Um, like far as in, like if you hear, you know, 
ooh, ooh, ah, ah, get it, ah, ah. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't, it's it, it, like, keep, try to keep the positive energy around you at all times. You feel me? Because negative energy will always try to guide you through the wrong, di- guide you to the wrong direction. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean. But when I say ooh, ooh, ah, ah, y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. New Paul, in terms of the education piece, you're focused on college. Was that always a focus for you? Yeah, um, you know, I've been through a lot of obstacles just to get to the point I'm in now. You know, statistically speaking, you know, I should be dead, pregnant, you know, in jail. Those are the realities that people in my community face, and that's the things placed on me as a black woman in America. But, but I'm beating those odds, and thank you. And, you know, my, mo- my mother always, you know, don't let your circumstances define your outcome. She always taught me that, and I always kept that at the forefront of my mind. Through all the struggles, I, I just think that it's only temporary. Like, you have so much more to come in the future if you just stay focused. So my first choice university was Hampton University, and I got accepted, and I'm on a scholarship, and I'll be majoring in political science with a concentration in pre-law. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. And I, and I just, I just am hoping you'll share with the audience too, it's your childhood was not easy because you, no. t- tell, tell everybody how you lost your father and how old you were. Um, I lost my father to gun violence when I was eight years old. So, um, you know, growing up in the hood and you know, low income communities, it's been tough, but I'm making it, I'm overcoming. Definitely so. making it, that's, yeah. that's awesome to hear. Yeah. Shai, you told me that one of the things that's most important is, is the conversation and the, and the dialogue. And you believe that every person, every young person in this room has the chance to create their own destiny. Why do you believe that? I believe that because it starts with them. It starts with yourself. You could do anything and everything that you want to do. You believe in yourself and the people believe in you. You could do anything and you can accomplish anything. All we got is us. So I just want you to just keep that in mind, that the only way you're gonna change anything in this world, and it starts with you, don't worry about the haters. The haters, they're gonna come, they're gonna be there, they're gonna be whispering, but guess what? You don't say anything, you just lead. Use your footsteps, don't use your mouth. All right. Jacquoy, tell, tell us a little bit more about, because we, we've, seen, we've seen a lot of talent in this room before the show started in terms of music, in terms of dancing, in terms of just the overall energy. It's like, and as you've gone about your career and as you started to, to rise up, what have been some of the principles, aside from ignoring the haters, that have kind of like guided you and helped you get to this point? Um, I, I would have to say, hold on, I'm sorry, because there was so much going on just now, I couldn't even hear what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> sh- share with us some of your other secrets of your success. Like, you talk about ignoring the haters when um, they're coming at you and coming for you, but what are some of the other things that that you've developed, you know, because you, you had that first, you were working with Diddy, working with the whole bad boy crew, and you, you kind of really saw guys that were making big moves. I, I, w- I would have to say I surrounded myself around positive people that, you know what I'm saying, that always worked and always wanted to be great. And I, and I wanted to be great too, because like I said before, like I was always following, trying to figure it out. And to the point I was like, you know, I don't want to do this no more. So I want to, you know, be the head honcho and, you know what I'm saying, and create other people to be 
very successful like me. You feel me? And um, you know, and and, and it was hard because you know I'm from Drew Hamilton projects. You feel what I'm saying? And then just by oh Drew Hamilton, huh? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like coming up from there, like you know, of course, like it was very rough. You know, and a lot of people just feel like. Yo, my day ain't gonna never come. You know, I'm gonna just be on this basketball court all day. But now, nah, if you keep practicing and you keep doing your thing, of course, like you're gonna win. You feel me? And and it's all about just 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 be true to yourself because a lot of people like to move around, being fake and everything like that. You be real, you're gonna get a lot of real things happening for you. Right. And that's real, what happened real, for like me. Just say real, recognize real. Yeah. And that's it. All right, this is Street Soldiers, our special Teen Summit Town Hall. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be back right after this. New York City, it's Miguel, and you're tuning to the Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real people, real issues, and real politics, only on Hot 97. Welcome back to the special Teen Summit Town Hall episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're talking about the issues that are facing our teens today. Are they getting enough help? Are they getting enough resources? Or are they being negatively stereotyped? And what are the secrets to success? Let me introduce our panel to you. Joining me is love and hip hop star and entertainer and hip hop artist, the one and only Jacque. Also with us is activist and student leader, Nupal Kiazolu. Nupal, great to have you with us. And also with us is Shekim Lassiter. He's the co-director of the SAFE program, along with Brother Jay here in East Harlem. Shah, great to have you with us. Okay, we'd like to take some questions and take some comments, like to take some questions and comments right now. Jacque, are you gonna help me pick out some people here? Oh, it's Lisa, you know what I'm saying? Because enough of us, so you know, I'm gonna pick him right there, yeah. Oh, right yes, here, sure. okay. Yeah, All Let right. us know about some challenges and all that. Yeah, exactly, you know all saying? right, tell us what your name is. My name is Isaiah. Okay, what's up, Isaiah? What's going on? Put us on. What's going on? I mean, I live in the hood too, for me, so. For me, to take away like all the gun violence and stuff like that, I play sports, I play basketball. To keep that off my mind, late night work with my, me and my guys, that good stuff like that. Okay, okay, okay. And what about, do you feel like there's enough programs there for you and enough support for you academically? Yeah, we just, we just got it started um, with our counselor, Mr. Diaz. Um, he's like trying to put us in more events, stuff like that. And do you feel that you are, are subject to any stereotypes that might g be giving you extra obstacles that you have to overcome? Uh, not really. Not really. All right. You looking for college? Yeah. All right. Um, Syracuse. Syracuse. Yeah, that's All my right. dream. All right. Awesome. Awesome. All right. That's great. All right, New Paul, why don't you pick out one of the students here? Oh yeah, okay. All right, all right, all right. Stand up, please. Okay, let's see if, uh, what's your, what, tell us about some of the issues that you feel you're facing as a young lady. Um, my name is Yvonne. Hey. I feel like we're facing violence, bullying, suicide, and stereotyping. Tell us about some of the stereotypes. Those are all very heavy, heavy duty issues. Tell us about some of the, the stereotyping that you feel you're subject to? Well, a lot of kids now feel like they have to look and dress a type of way to fit in. If not, they'll get bullied, they'll get beat up. We can, we can give her applause for that, because that's, that's real. That is real. Um, so, so break that down for us. Okay, so you know how people wear materialistic things, right? Some kids out here can't afford it. So they'll wear fake, I'll say fake stuff for 
something similar to it, and they'll get bullied for it. Bullied because they're not wearing that expensive item. Yeah, they don't fit in, basically, yeah. How, how many of you have had experience or heard of experiences like that? A lot of people. A lot of people. <laughs> Some things come. All right, what about how, how have you come. dealt with it? You want to stand up and talk, talk to us? No? I'm going to let Sean pick somebody. Sure. I'm going to pick that gentleman right there. Yes. Okay, come on up. So we're talking about, we're talking about the people getting hassled and getting bullied. Come on over here. Being hassled and being bullied because of materialistic uh, reasons for not having the real jewelry or the real fur or the real this or the real that. What do you think about that? I think it's like a big stereotype in an African-American community because they want to look at us as less, lesser than, middle, like they see us as middle class, not a higher class, and people get stereotyped every day about stuff like that. All right, excellent. And how do you deal with it? You just got to like shrug it off, move on, don't worry about it, you got to ignore. Other ways you could do it, just like get a job, make money so you can get that type of stuff. All right, well, thank you for your comment. Yes. And panel, anybody want to jump in? Please feel free to jump in and... Um, yes. Well, I've dealt with bullying and, you know, I've, I've experienced all that, you know, because I'm not rich. I don't come from a rich background. But um, I came to a point in my life where I just didn't let those words define me anymore and who I am because I know that I'm powerful than all those negative things that they had to say about me. And, you know, I stopped trying to fit in, you know, because I stand out naturally. All right. I like that. Yeah. And um, I stay true to who I am. You know, I'm passionate about civil rights and, you know, just making the world a better place. And it's not something that many young people, um, it's not like, you know, cool per se, you know, to be a civil rights activist at such a young age. But, um, you know, some people, you know, had negative corny comments to make. And now that they see me up here doing this, now everybody's trying to be my friend. But I'm like, no, you should have been with me back then. Exactly. You know? <laughs> so, I think there's a rap lyric like that. Yeah. Back then you didn't want me. Now I'm yeah. hot. You're all on me. Yeah. yeah. Right? So, I, I, that's a, that's all right. A, <laughs> Excellent point. You want to make a comment? Come on. All right, tell us, tell us your first name and where you're from. My name is Nakani, and I'm from here, Johnson, um, Johnson Housing. All right. And I just want to speak on how, like, the Johnson Community Center has been very helpful. It keeps um, us out the streets. Um, it keeps us productive. We come here for studio time. Some of us go to the game room, and I just want to um, thank this place a lot. And as far as um, stereotyping, I feel like they say, oh, for example, they'd be like, oh, she's just the little music girl from Johnson, but there's a lot of talent that comes out of the hood. Like, a lot of these celebrities are from here, and I feel like you just gotta, like, fight your way to the top. For example, keep yourself productive, go to school, go to after school, stay off the streets, and just work your way to the top. All right, do you have a question or comment? And you're doing that, you're doing that. And, 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 I, and, I, and I love it when I see our young ladies speaking up on the mic, because a lot of times the girls are a little bit shyer than the guys. Do you have a question or comment for any of our panel? Questions. Panel, any questions or comments for her? A little encouragement? Um, keep doing what you're doing, girl. I see so much in you, so oh, keep doing. <laughs> All right, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. All right, Jacque, I'm going to give you another pick here with one of the guys here. Uh, let me pick somebody. Yo, why would I? 
<laughs> Everybody's like this. Like, hold on. Oh, everybody keep pointing at him, so you. All right, man. well, definitely. Okay, stand up, please. Tell us your first name. Don't worry You're about from it. the SAFE program safe. here at East Harlem. <laughs> right, look, at, look at you see him grabbing that mic from yeah, me. There okay? you go. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, okay. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, my name is Shamar. I'm representing Johnson Houses. Uh, let me see the camera. All right, bet. Um, <laughs> I go by I'm seven. I, I go by seventeen racks. I'm an upcoming hip hop artist. Um, okay. from Johnson Houses, I represent Johnson. Um, some of the, like negative stuff that we face in this community is like um, the NYPD, the way how we get mistreated as young black adults. Um, the, the other day I was in a train station and I, I happened to dab one of my peoples up that I see a lot, knowing that they do the swipes, you know what I'm saying? So next thing I know I get grabbed by two detectives. They grab me, I don't have nothing on me. They grab my friend, he had a lot of cards on him, a lot of Metro cards, they took him. Then they threw me out, and then the dude was the, the dude was a black detective, and the dude was just looking at me, talking wild crazy, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't got nothing on me. That's it. I was just silent. The dude was like, I leave. But that situation could have been avoided, and it's just a lot of injustice that we face. Um, nice to meet you, Miss Evans. Okay, th and thank you, but and thank you for speaking out about that. But you're talking about somebody that that does the swipes for the people. They pay. Him instead of paying the machine for the, for the machine. Yes. So, do you feel some people might say, "Well, you know what? You got to expect a little bit of a problem if you're doing something like that." Right. Even though a lot of people feel the subway no, should just be I, plain I just, old I free. Just get, I just got out of work. That that day, I just got out of work. I had my. And they just grab you, and you had nothing to do I, with it. Because because I fraternized with the person. I know the person. That was this it. From the neighborhood, the same neighborhood, right there up the block, two blocks up in the train station, right there on the sixth train. So I knew the person person got grabbed. I got grabbed with the person because I shook the person's hand when I seen him. He was like, it was good, 17. They know I do shows. They know I rap. They know what I'm about. So, you know me, I'm like, yo, what's good? What's good? You know what I'm saying? That person up. Next thing I know, I get grabbed by police. I'm like, yo. Next thing I know, you're like, oh, shut up. This and the third, talking wild, wild. A lot of, a lot of negative words came out the person's mouth. He a, he a black man just like me, just with a badge around his chest. That's the only difference. And, and did they they give you a t they give you a ticket or anything? No, no. Nah, they just they, they just told me to um, that I was getting ejected because I didn't have nothing on me, but they was watching me, something like that. I don't know. So it was like guilt by association. Yes, correct. And stereotyping. Right, stereotyping, very very stereotype. And how did that make you feel when that happened? Disrespected, making me feel like I was less of a person to sit there and have to be handcuffed. While the person is talking, oh, they handcuff you too. Right, yeah. Cause I, cause I shook the person's hand. I, I, I shook the person's hand. Who they, who they ended up taking. I shook his hand, dapping him up, saying, "I'm saying what's going on." And, and then when they took, and then when they told you that nothing, they weren't going to arrest you or give you a ticket or anything, they, they took the handcuffs off and told you to get out of here. Right. And no, no, ma'am, I'm 18, so um, I handle everything myself. But um. I'm looking forward to going on tour this summer and right. being, being big. All right, well, thank you for speaking out and sorry for what happened to you. All right. Shout real quick about his, his experience. How, com how common is that for people, people that are not in this community might not understand how common that is? How common is that? Um, it's still common in our community, but it's getting better. It's getting better. I would like to say the police relations in our community is getting very, very better. I want to thank Officer Ryan and the PSA 5. They re the relationship in our community with the PSA 5 has been very, very good over the years, and they have been very helpful 
in our community. So I definitely want to thank Officer Ryan and uh, Officer Mate and Officer Felix and the whole PSA 5. So it's getting better, but it's, it's still... But there's still a ways to, still, still a ways yes, to go. There's still ways to go. New Paul, real quick. Um, yeah, so I'd like to say, like, you know, racial profiling is a real issue. Um, you know, it still exists. I experience that. I see it in my community every single day. And I something stuck with me when he said, you know, the officer looked just like me. And, you know, a lot of times within the police force, you know, they don't, quote, unquote, see color. They really just, you know, see blue. And I'm not generalizing. But, you know, that's a reality. So sometimes, yes, that person can look like you and do you just as bad as a white officer or anything else. So, um, you know, that's definitely a real issue. And I see, you know, the police community relations, the commercials they're trying to do to, you know, have community policing, which I think is a great step, you know, but that's not, you know, the, the things that I see in the commercials is not the things that I see in the hoods every single day. Those are two completely different things. I don't see the officers coming, shaking the kids' hands. I see officers being aggressive towards us. I don't see that, like, what they're portraying. So, you know, I definitely like to make that a reality and if we keep pushing forward together as a community I believe that's a and and will reality. you and will you participate with us if we do another town hall with NYPD in the community yeah sure all right awesome there it is that's uh this is Street Soldiers our Teen Summit Town Hall we'll be back right after this what up this is Trey Sons and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers real issues real politics real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to this special Teen Summit Town Hall episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're focusing on the issues that teens are facing in this community and also what some of the solutions are. Joining me for this conversation, he's a star of Love and Hip Hop New York. He's an entertainer and a top hip hop artist, the one and only Jacquay. Also with us is student activist, high school senior, college bound, New Paul Kiazolu. New Paul, great to have you with us. Also with us from East Harlem, right here in the Johnson Houses, is uh, Shaquem Lassiter. He's the co-director of the SAFE program. Shaq, great to have you with us. Okay, let's focus, on, let's focus on some solutions here. You wanna come out here and talk with us a little bit? Tell us your first name. Hi, my name is Shannon. All right, Shannon, what about uh, any solutions or ideas you have? Well, um, I actually just moved to Johnson. Um, this is probably one of the only projects I know that has this community center where kids can, you know, do what they like to do and um, keep keep positive energy. I feel like we should have more centers like this. Um, you have things like Uptown. Um, Definitely. There's there's um there's a place Uptown. It's called the H Loft, and you have girls like you know, hype girl. <laughs> okay. Um, hype girl and she gets kids together and you know they they dance you know you get to you get to keep going you know there's there's more to do so I feel like you know there should be like age-appropriate things not always you know always on the bad there should be you know good things going on um, so you'd like to see more programs and more uh, with the community center and everything right and um, you know like Spike Lee he has everybody come to the park and he shows this big film one of his movies you know we should do community things, you know, things that keep us together, keep us motivated, you know, keep us going. Right. All right, well, thank you for speaking out. All right, you wanna say hi? Hi. Hi, okay, I gotta let you go, all right? We gotta finish the show, even though you're so cute. Okay. <laughs> all right, thank you. Thank you very much. Let's give him a round of applause. What about, uh, okay, who, who wants to talk? You got a question? Come on up here, please. Tell us your first name and 
my name is Daniel. I have more of a statement than anything else. All right, let's keep it short because we're on the clock here. We'll do. Um, uh, one of the Got things I think that could help um, the youth is uh, the adults within the neighborhoods has to find a way to also extend themselves and reach out back to the youth. Uh, it's not necessarily the youth to reach out to the seniors because they're still within the learning apparatus. They're still learning. So as, as adults of the communities of Nitro Developments, I believe that we have to find a way to kind of bridge the gap back to the youth. Therefore, we can also save them. All right, what about that? Okay. You want to say something? Yeah, come on. Tell us your, tell us your first name. My name is Kawan. All right, Kawan. What do you think are some of the, some of the solutions or things that could be done to, to make your life better or maybe a little, make things a little easier for you? Well, you're talking about my community? Yeah. Um, well, in my community center, we have an event. It's called Cops for Kids. And uh, we, like, gathering cops in my group. And we having, like, a basketball game, a football game. And we just gathering the whole community to just have fun for the whole day. And basically bringing everybody together. Yeah. Does that work? Does that change the way, like, you know, if you're, if you're out on the streets, you're in the train, do police look at you differently in the community after those kind of events? Do you think that helps break down some of the stereotypes and some of the, some of the tensions that we heard about? Yeah, I guess I think that they will see us different. Yeah, that's it. All right, definitely. Thank you so much for coming. Jacque, what about the, uh, you know, mu music is such a powerful force in our lives, in our communities, in our culture. In terms of hip-hop, do you feel hip-hop is doing enough to help the youth? Um, honestly, no. You know, okay. I'm going to just keep it a stack because, you know, um, hip-hop is hip-hop. Hip-hop, you know, we, you know, create the music and, of course, it generates money. And then I don't see anyone... You know, but like only just saying, I, I will point this out. Diddy opened up a school. You know what I'm saying? Like right. utilize his money to, Harlem. you know what I'm saying? Right here in Harlem, you know what I'm saying? So that we can have a better education for our youth. You feel what I'm saying? And if, and, and there's a lot of artists that, you know, the youth look up to that's not even making successful moves like that. And I just feel that, you know, to all my celebrity friends need to start investing or even having a concert just to, you know, so that we can just, Better our community, you feel what I'm saying? And it, it don't just have to be just where you at, it's like just all, all across the board, you right, feel what I'm saying? Right, all over the place. Yeah, definitely. All, and, and thank you thank you for, for taking time from your schedule here, your shooting schedule, recording schedule, yeah, to, to come here and be with us and be, be with the community here today. Nah, we appreciate we really appreciate it. I appreciate it. All right, I know some of you all have questions for, you're gonna have some questions for Jacque about the music industry. So let me know right now, here's your chance. Yeah, well, let's get it up. Okay, this young man right here. Okay, stand up. What's your, what's your first name? Antoine. Okay, Antoine. Let's stand over what's here. Up, I'm gonna, let's come over here. Antoine is quite the dancer. All right, you have a question? I'm, I'm moving you over until so you get your shine on. Okay, I'm doing that like that. All right. I see you shine. So, so what do you? Uh, what's your question or comment for Jacque? Oh, how did when you were little? Like, what did it take to order to get? Like, what inspired you to rap? What, what inspired me? Um, I would have to say, you know, growing up, I always wanted to be Michael Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was always <laughs> the young one, you know what I mean? Just uh, putting a smile on my mother's face and my grandmother's face, and I just always wanted to entertain. That would really motivated me, and, and seeing them smile, that's why I was like, you know what? I'm going to stay focused on this right here. This is my passion. Is it your passion? Yeah. Really? Okay. The okay. dancing and the rapping? Yep. The whole thing? Ooh. You want to spit a few bars right now? Okay. Okay, go ahead. 
Uh oh. Oh, you got the swag too. I want you to stay in the camera zone here. Okay, I'm gonna get out of your way. Do it fast though, man. Do it fast. You got a lot of other people trying to get on that mic. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. I'm a kid and that PJ's doing successful things Cause I'm ballin' like I'm Michael Jordan with his six rings I'm chasing a dream, I do my thing, I maintain I got an A-chain cause I'm M.O. Link Give me a pad and a pen, jewelry at the age of 10 Cause I'm a prize winner, really a beginner Haters be hating cause they know they pretend I'm a number one plug, never sold drugs Cause I know I'm not a thug, I do the things I love Shoot fall like I'm KD, mama really made me Pops really raised me, but they both really named me Learn from the best, put my fist to rest I'ma be the greatest, I'm never gonna be the last. Whoa! 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 All right, whoa! 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 That was awesome. What do you think about that, Jacques? Yo, he got skills, man. Skills to pay look, the bills. Look, you got skills. Let, okay, listen. Nah, nah, listen up, man. You, All right, you listen got, up. You definitely have skills, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, it, it, it's, it's very hard to even like take a stand like that because a lot of people like to be shy and all that. And I could definitely see it. Like you definitely have a passion for this and don't let nobody stop you from your dream. You feel what I'm saying? Like always Whoa, keep yes. going, always practice. You feel me? Because it's there for you. For real, and, and, and I'm listening to your lyrics, like how you, you put your family involved and how you saying that you're not a thug, you're just being you, you feel what I'm saying? And you want to be better. I salute you, King, for real. All right. And that's a good, that's a good point, too. It's about, it's about the narrative and what story are we telling ourselves about our lives and not letting other people tell your story. Exactly. Right? And Living talking about truth. that. All right, who has a I'm question or comment? got a chain at the age of 10. Right. I'm telling you. All right, let's take one more. I already talked with you. I'm going to give him another chance. Stand up. Tell us what your first name is. My name is Chris. All right, Chris, Chris. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna walk you over here in here so we can get a little, get a little light on you, a little camera. Who's you, what's your question or comment for our panel? Um, do you think you inspired, um, inspired a lot of people? Like, what you're doing now, like being an artist and, and being on TV? Yeah. All right, that's a good question. Yeah, a good question. What about inspiring people? All right, thank you very much. What about that, Jacque? Um, I, I would have to say, yeah, because, you know, as far as I'm glad you brought up TV because a lot of people, you know, uh, of course, look at Love and Hip Hop and think that it's always ratchet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, you know, my role, as, as the world know, you know what I'm saying, I'm on there on some positive, you feel me? Because at the end of the day, you know, once Love and Hip Hop passed, you, you feel me? I'm, I'm out in the streets. You feel me? So it's always like an option. Like, do I have to keep up this whole all the time? You feel me? Or I'm gonna just be myself, down to earth, and who I am. You feel me? So it's all about just you know living your truth, and that's why I stand by, and that's how it works for me. You feel me? All right, New Paul, what about that? Um. Well, I just wanted to touch on like a realistic solution, just to speak on that. Um. What I would say you know, to our government and everyone that's in office right now. Instead of putting the people's tax dollars into jails like Rikers Island and all these major prison industries, you need to put them back into the communities, into schools, into programs. That's where the money needs to go. All right, that's, that's definitely a solution. Solutions that you see that maybe people may not recognize or we might not see. Tell us about that. Yeah, just to uh, try and know exactly uh, what the young lady said. I think um, 
our federal government needs to put more money into our community, and um, let's try to get our kids out of the community. They see the community every day. You know, it's a nightmare. It's like revisiting the same thing all the time. Let's try to get our kids out of the community. Let's see, let's see some more trees and um, good, clean air and um, getting them working together and, and doing a, a whole bunch of activities. But um, it will happen. It will happen. You got to stay positive. It will, it will definitely happen. I, wa I want to thank everybody for being a part of this Street Soldiers episode, NYCHA Legacy Services. We Act City Council Member Diane Ayala, uh, the Johnson Houses, Neighborhood Houses Police Officers, thank you very much for, for your help, Manhattan DA Cyrus Vance, and uh, our visitors that came from Brooklyn as well, from Glenwood and Nostrand Houses, Glenwood Nostrand Youth Leadership Council, all the students from the uh, SAFE program who are here with us, and of course, I have to thank our panel here, Jacque, great to have you with us. New Paul, thank you so much for being with us and continued success. And Shaquem, great to have you with us. Thank you so much. And thank you for hosting this for us with Brother Jay. We thank you so, so much. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Let's push for peace. Woo!